Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Happy MLK Jr. Day. Is that what it's called, or is it Civil Rights Day? Uh, yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Day. Martin Luther King yeah. Jr. Day. Mm-hmm. Some places call it, I think, Civil Rights Day. So I think it varies state to state, but uh, whatever it is. I've had the MLK tree up for about three weeks now. You? Uh... All right, 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we're, I mean, this is this is how much we prepare for you. We are receiving information. Right now, yeah. Right up to and uh-huh. past uh, the time the show starts. There's a lot uh, a lot to get to today. A whole bunch of stuff. Mm. Uh, as, as usual, actually. Um, you know, on Friday, Friday more on trivia was, was correct this week. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was so. Now we're up to a glistening eight and ten record, <laughs> but uh, something happened again. Another first time ever occurrence. Phone dark Christian had something happen. Uh, you know when the phone the phone people call the phone dorks as we lovingly refer to them. Oh wow! When the phone phone dorks uh, <clears throat> call, you know these convenience stores, they always say, "Hi, we're calling from the Big Frog one zero nine nine. Can we put you on the air?" We, we got to have their permission to get them on the air. Yeah. Anyway, for the first time ever, a convenience store worker in Kansas City actually said, wait, what? The FM dial only goes up to 108. Nice! Actually, someone actually called us out. That for, is awesome. For being the only station beyond the bandwidth of your FM radio dial. <laughs> <laughs> What a season this was. Yeah, we have a crappy record. Sure. But we also had some firsts. We had, in 25 or 30 years of doing this, however long it's been, I mean, dating all the way back to the Glenn and Pat show in Baltimore on B104, um, we had not one, but two, or was it even three people who were actual actual listeners of the show that... I think yes, it was two. two two people. Yeah, one was in San Francisco, and I forgot the other one was. And what a weird place for that to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's never happened before. Uh, and so we had that twice this year. That was kind of cool. And then the big frog thing, the 109 bandwidth, 109.9. <laughs> and so as a result, I'm declaring this season of Moron Trivia to be a wild success, even though we're only 8 and 10. Yeah, well, and if we win the Super Bowl, who cares uh, what the rest of the season was like? Yeah, right. Am I right? You're right. You're so exactly no right. more on trivia this week because it's There's a, no football exactly. games this week. Yep. Except for, is it the Pro Bowl this week? Does that happen? I think it does. I think yeah, it happens in the off weekend, uh, but nobody cares. Nobody watched. Yeah. Does anybody watch the Pro Bowl? No, I, I don't think it matters. They Nobody watched it when it was <laughs> after the Super Bowl. Right. And they thought, okay, well, let's put it in that week before. And, and we just won't have the two teams represented that are in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's we just won't nothing. have the absolute best players in the game. But that is fascinating that as much as America loves the NFL and loves watching football on TV. We don't love the That's All-Star. the all-star game we don't watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> well, because they're only half-hearted. They don't play. Right. They don't. They don't. Nobody wants to get hurt in the dumb all-star game. So they don't really play that hard. And you know, they're not playing hard. And so it's like, eh. I'm not going to watch that. Mm-mm. So here we are with with one game left on the season that matters. It'll one be a good game. one, too. San, by, by the way, if you missed it, San Francisco beat Green Bay handily again. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I was afraid that was going to happen. 37-20. They were up 27 nothing 
before the Packers even scored. And then... Ugly. And then Coach Kyle Shanahan, um, more than an hour and a half had gone by before um, he let uh, Jimmy Garoppolo pass again, before they called a pass play. And that is... That is, he has uh, PTSD from being the offensive coordinator for the Falcons when they were passing the ball in the fourth quarter against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. The clock would stop, giving more time. Mm-hmm. So they just ran that yeah, ball. Yeah, they did not do that <laughs> yesterday. Uh, Garoppolo threw the ball eight times during the game. He was six of eight for 77 yards. That was enough. <laughs> and they still won. But you know what? Big I mean, time. I had that feeling the whole season that the Packers weren't, they yeah. kind of weren't for real. I mean, it just felt mm-hmm. off. The, it's amazing they were thirteen and three on the season. It's it's and got to the NFC Championship game, uh, and then got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other side of the ledger, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, defeated the Tennessee Titans handily. Um, and so, Kansas City Chiefs for the first time in fifty years that's great headed to the super bowl so that's really kind of cool this will be their third trip they had super bowl one super bowl four then a 50-year layoff until this year uh so andy reed finally uh going back to the super bowl and hopefully we'll get a win this time because he's the only i think he's the winningest coach without a super bowl title yeah yeah um so he's been in more playoff appearances um He's just a great guy and a great coach, and everybody seems to love him. And, of course, a BYU alum, so that makes him near and dear to my heart as well. Uh, 888-900-3393. A lot of stuff. A lot going on today uh, besides football recap. Uh, For some reason, in this uh, legal dream team the president assembled, he included Ken Starr in it. Now, we should... I didn't think about this before the show. We should go back and find uh, some of the comments he made during the impeachment hearing. Ken Starr was not a friend to the president during the impeachment process. How in the world was he selected for this team? I don't understand it. Fox had him on multiple times. (laughs) He was like their correspondent for the impeachment thing. And he was agreeing with the prosecution. Most of the time during the impeachment hearing, he was talking about, oh, this is a this is really uh, damaging to testimony to the president. Uh, This is overwhelming evidence that they're presenting here. What? So now you've been selected after saying all that stuff in public on national television on Fox News. Now you've been selected to defend the president. I, I don't even understand how that happened. Ken Starr and Alan Dershowitz, uh, two big, big names, um, both on the president's team. Now, Dershowitz has been very Trump-friendly the whole time and uh, seemingly had the right idea about how crappy the case was against him that they don't have any case. But Ken Starr was not Hmm. really strange. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, And you know that... CNN's going to take full advantage of that. They'll be they'll be playing all the stuff he had to say and then wondering how he can now defend him so staunchly. Why would you put yourself in that position? I don't I don't get it. Why put yourself in that position uh during the Senate trial which begins tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Very exciting. And we're not even going to get to watch anything cuz it's be like 
behind closed doors and stuff, right? I mean, are they going to... Oh, they're not going to televise this? I, don't know. I haven't even heard I that. I heard a blip like that, and I thought, wait a minute, what was that? So <laughs> That can't be. Yeah, I, I don't know. Let me, let, me, uh, let, me, let me double check that. I mean, the senators uh, want to show off just like the House did. <laughs> so, uh, huh. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I need, I need to double check that. Yeah, double, che- double and then triple check it. Triple? Yeah. Right. And then maybe even quadruple. Should I also cross my T's and dot my I's while I'm at it? Yes. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And then uh, huge situation in Virginia. The Democrats are in power there. And these guys, because they've... The top three officials, uh, Democrat officials in Virginia, have all gone through unbelievable scandals. You know, the blackface thing, for one. Uh, corruption, for another. And they're all still there. So the, I think they they believe they're invincible now. And uh, there's some amazing gun control legislation that they're proposing. Virginia, uh, because of this, has recorded the second most firearm sales over the past month. Second most ever. Estimated firearm sales based on mandatory criminal background checks on Virginia gun buyers totaled 73,849 last last month alone. That's a 47% increase over December the previous year. Uh, Tracking data that goes back to 1990, the December 2019 tally is second only to December 2012, you might remember, when everybody was panicked and believed that Obama and the Democrats were, were going to do something draconian as far as guns were concerned. Yeah, after Sandy Hook. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, criminolo- criminologists say that was triggered by the repeal of, of the state's one handgun per month law and fears of increased gun res- restrictions following, of course, Sandy Hook, as we just mentioned. Um, firearm store owners who spoke to the uh, Times-Dispatch, confirmed that the sharp increase in firearm sales is directly related to the fears that the Democrats are going to screw everything up. Uh, and, you know, they're right to be concerned. The, this is pretty amazing legislation. The Virginia Senate passed a set of three gun bills and just looking for... Uh, yeah, the, the wording in this. Is this on yeah, the second so, page here? So anyway, we got, yeah, SB70. Yeah, SB70, mm-hmm. which would establish mandatory background checks for any transfer of firearms, including private sales. Okay. So that means you're transferring it to your son or your daughter or, you know, your, anybody that you know. Um, You've got to go through a background check for that. Senate Bill 69 would institute a one-gun-a-month law. For Virginia, limiting citizens to one handgun purchase within any 30-day period. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, how can you do this? These can't hold up, mm. I wouldn't think, to constitutional scrutiny. Senate Bill 35 gives local governments the authority to ban the possession of firearms in public spaces during events which require a permit, like protests. <clears throat> so, yeah. That's why everybody's showing up with a gun at the at the big uh, <laughs> well, rally. And and see now these are the three that are right on the precipice of becoming law. They've got other, there are more. Right? Yeah, let's see uh, SB two forty, which would establish red flag laws. Oh, oh that'll be a fun yeah, one. Fun. Yeah, the red flag thing is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. That won't that won't hamper anybody's rights. I'm sure they're not, working not on all. an 
assault weapons ban in Virginia. Yeah, anything that looks like, like it's scary that yeah. might be painted black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a an AR-15. A lot of them are and so, sort of a silvery black. And so the left is trying to paint this as a rally for white supremacists, right? That's who's yes. That's who's showing yes. up in Richmond. This is going to be another Charlottesville. And somebody on Twitter made the point, well, okay, if that's the case, then how is uh, Governor Northam, how is he even, how's he going to be allowed to be there? Because, I mean, he's Mr. Blackface. Right. 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 Jeez. It's... uh, Wasn't it more than once with him? It was was a couple of times that he was pictured in blackface. Yeah, he's got issues. I I don't... Well, I do understand. He's a Democrat, and you can get away with anything as long as you're... A Democrat, or as uh, Stu likes to say, as long as you you believe uh, in higher taxes for everybody, then you can get away with that. As long as you believe in uh, abortion on demand, you can get away with that. Right. As long as you believe in socialized medicine, you can get away with that. But if you don't believe in those things and you, you wear blackface, why then you're done in our society. Sorry. Well, we're not even sorry. We're glad. We're glad that you're done. So... Everybody's uh, everybody's bracing for busloads of demonstrators from across the state and across the nation, actually, who are pissed off about these gun control measures, are making their way to Richmond today. And along with the mainstream gun rights activists, the event also is expected to attract, as you said, I love this article, uh, because it comes from the New York Times. <laughs> It's also expected to attract white supremacists, members of anti-government militias, and other extremists, stoking fears of the sort of violence that left one person dead and some two dozen others injured in 2017 in Charlottesville. That's about an hour's drive from Richmond, so this is obviously uh, a repeat of that tragic event. Uh, That's what they're hoping for. You know they're hoping for it. State officials have set up security zones around the state capitol and have banned weapons on its ground for years. Uh, MLK's birthday, which falls early in the legislative season, has been a day for ordinary Virginians and advocacy groups to lobby state legislators on issues that concern them. And, of course, this year, it's a much bigger deal. Yeah, and and I forgot where I saw this. I don't want to say CNN because I just I can't recall... But uh, someone was making the point where, you know, these white supremacists are showing up in Richmond. Uh, it's it's not a coincidence that they chose Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah, they always choose uh, that day. Yeah, that's the day it falls every year in Virginia. It doesn't matter if guns are being debated or what. Could it have anything to do with it, that it's very early in the legislative season <laughs> and it's a holiday and people have time to go out and demonstrate? Mm-hmm. Is a, that can't be possible, right? <laughs> Jeez. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, be cautious of relying on free credit score websites. Hear about these all the time. But here's a case in point: a couple wanted to refi their home, so they got their credit score online, looked fine. But when they applied for their loan, the broker checked thoroughly, and their credit score was forty points worse than what the website said. So they were turned down. If they'd started with creditrepair.com, they'd have received a free credit evaluation from an actual human being. And in minutes, their credit 
Repair.com advisor would have shared their actual credit score and a report summary for free. Would have pointed out inaccurate, unfair items hurting their credit and ways they could work to fix them. So if you're thinking about buying a car or refinancing your home, applying for credit anywhere for any reason, call CreditRepair.com first. You can get your free credit score and report, plus smart advice from actual human beings on how you can improve both those things. Call 800-551-9835. 800-551-9835. It's not available in all states, including Georgia, Mississippi, Ohio, Oregon, and South Carolina. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, we... Uh, Keith just stumbled across another law that's uh, being proposed in Virginia. What else do they want to do? They want to limit the number of outdoor shooting ranges um, in the state of Virginia. I'm sorry, the Commonwealth of Virginia. (laughs) So they are going after every possible angle that involves firearms in that state. I mean, this is exactly what, what, what... they promised. It is, yeah. Give us the power, and yeah. this is what we'll do, and that's exactly what they're on the precipice of doing right now. It seems to me that one of the big differences between Democrats and Republicans, when Democrats promise you draconian measures like this, they deliver. Yeah. When Republicans promise us that they're going to do the will of the people, they don't. They don't deliver. <laughs> Not so much. Uh, at least everyone's consistent, right? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes, the Democrats are consistently awful, and the Republicans are consistently worthless. So, uh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Everything is as it should be. Uh, 888-900-3393. Um, so, we're concerned about, the, uh, about what's coming to Richmond uh, today. Meanwhile, we get this video of a sheriff's deputy in North Carolina. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Take a look at what he had to say. My name's Trip Kester. <clears throat> hey, Trip. As you can see, I'm here. I just want to personally. Could you pull that mic up a little bit? Is that better? Okay. I just want to personally and publicly go on record supporting this resolution before us this evening. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, it's, it's simple. Like a lot of them have said, the Constitution needs no, no explanation. It's been enforced for several hundred years now. It's easy to understand. It says what it means and means what it says. And the last time I read the Declaration of Independence, it, it, it specifically reminds all of us that we're endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, which means God-given, among these life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that governments were instituted among men specifically to secure our God-given rights. And it says when government becomes destructive to these ends, meaning when they go above and beyond trying to secure our liberties and trying to take them, it's the Mm -hmm. right of the people to alter or abolish that government, either by voting or ultimately, God forbid, to use our Second Amendment rights to protect ourselves from tyranny. And I'm just asking all of y'all to unanimously join our sister counties of Wilkes, Surrey, Stokes, Lincoln, and Cherokee and get on board with this thing and publicly demonstrate to us that you're willing to uphold and honor the same oath I took when I put my hand on God's word and held my other hand up to him and swore that I'd give my life to defend that Constitution. And I, and I hate, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but regardless of what y'all do or don't do, I'm not going to enforce an unconstitutional law. I'm going to... Nice. 
I'm telling you, man. It's going to start happening more and more. Nice. I mean, too bad that's not happening in Virginia right now where mm-hmm. all these laws are being proposed. But in, I, I imagine there are sheriff deputies who feel the same way in Virginia. I hope so, anyway. I mean, it was not that long ago that Virginia was a conservative state. That Virginia was pretty, uh, pretty solidly Republican, and now obviously that doesn't doesn't no, seem to be no, the case. See, but see, the 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 funny thing is, when when you expand the size of government, and you therefore have to expand the federal work base, mm-hmm. then people need places to live. And so you have a lot of federal employees that now live there in Virginia as Washington, D.C. gets bigger and bigger. They spill over across mm-hmm. the border there into Virginia. Mm-hmm. And you've changed the, the, the state. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And people that depend on the federal government and, and big government. D.C. area yeah. that is affecting Virginia. Like exactly. This. Exactly. And you look at a lot of these counties uh, that have people driving to Richmond today. I mean, they're all from the western side of the state, you know, yeah. hauling over there. All from the red parts of the state. Yeah, we've got to uh, we got to drive, we got to go and and keep these kids in check. Of course, you on know. MLK Junior Day. Yeah, <laughs> these racist bunch of white supremacists. White supremacists. That, that's what an NBC reporter <laughs> called it—a white supremacist <laughs> rally today in Richmond. Shut oh up. my gosh! Yeah, uh, just I, this is despicable. Mm-hmm. It, it's really amazing how they've thrown their credibility to the wind. They couldn't care less on MSNBC oh, or sorry. CNN. I said white supremacist rally. No, he said white nationalist rally. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. It means the same. Right. It's interchangeable mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. them. And then, and then we've got a presidential candidate who wants to take your guns from you, uh, Michael Bloomberg, who has uh, a group. What's this group called? Every Every Town USA, I think. Hmm. Every Town USA. Um, meaning, he wants to remove guns from every town <laughs> in America. That's what the guy wants to do. Yep. Now, I haven't seen that be a big thrust of his campaign because I think he understands the fact that even Democrats believe in the many believe in the Second Amendment. The other thing he's doing in his ads, have you noticed that there's one of those ads that talk about at 39, at 39, he was fired. So he turned around and he created his own company, employing 20,000 people. They never mention the fact that he's a billionaire because that's mm-hmm. evil to Democrats. So it's fascinating. If that was a Republican ad, they would talk about, you know, he became a billionaire and employs 20,000 people and is so successful now. Don't you think that? You want a successful businessman to run this co- but they they avoid the fact that he's a billionaire because it's so awful. Anyway, Bloomberg would be a nightmare. Bloomberg Ugh. wants to take away rights. He doesn't want to add to our rights or or protect our rights. And that guy is so bad. He wants to control what you eat. He wants to he wants to ban certain things that he believes are bad for you. There is nothing. he is the definition of progressive. There is Absolutely. nothing that that uh, we can do for ourselves in his view. We can't make decisions. We can't um, fulfill our our God-given rights as mm-hmm. that uh, sheriff's deputy talked about. No, 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 no. Michael Bloomberg is going to be the go-between um, between us and our rights. He's going to he's going to filter them for us. Well, yeah, because he knows better than than we do. He's He's so smart, and he's so wonderful, and he's so elite. 
He's so far above us. We can't figure out what to do with our own lives. We need him to do that for us. I mean, we're cattle to him, and, and he's the rancher. Yeah, that's right. We're sheep, and he's the shepherd. Uh, it's, you know, it's amazing. Don't go near that fence. Don't you dare test your boundaries. So and he's, help me. he's supposedly the one that's the centrist among them. <laughs> Come on now. There are no centrists in that race uh, for the Democrat nomination. I mean, here's how bad Michael Bloomberg is. He's willing to even... He's willing to even say, yeah, I'm going to tax the poor because uh, that's going to help them. It's good for them. Listen to this. Yes, they are. That's the good thing about them because the problem is in people that don't have a lot of money. And so higher taxes should have a bigger impact on their behavior and how they deal oh. with themselves. That's an extraordinary statement. Higher, <laughs> higher taxes. Is actually actually good for them. Oh yeah, why is that, Mike? Uh, well, he can tell you. So I listen to people saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. we don't want to tax the poor." Well, yeah, we well, do. sure. We, we do. want the poor to live longer. There you so go. So that they can get an education and Amazing. enjoy life. Unreal. And that's what why you do want to do exactly what a lot of people say you don't want to do. Right. The question is, right. do you want to pander to those people or do you want to get them to live longer? And there's just no question. If you raise taxes on full sugary drinks, for example, uh-huh. they will drink less. Oh. And there's just no question that full sugar drinks are one of the major contributors to obesity. And obesity is one of the major contributors to heart disease and cancer and a variety of other things. Mm. So it's like mm. saying, I don't want to stop using coal mm-hmm. because coal miners will go out of work. Well, will lose their jobs. We have a lot of soldiers in the United States and the U.S. Army, but we don't want to go start a war just to give them something to do. And that's exactly what you're saying when you say, well, let's keep coal killing people because (laughs) we don't want coal miners to lose their jobs. That is, that's madness. I mean, that, wow. You talk about an elitist. Yeah. You talk about, yeah, the very definition of a progressive. I know better than you do. I've got to protect you from yourself because if you have enough money to go out and buy Coke or Pepsi, uh, then I got to take some of that money from you so that you're you're strapped for cash and you can't afford it because you're too stupid to know. You shouldn't be drinking that stuff. You should not drink even in moderation because I know you can't control yourself. <laughs> I mean, that is how does that guy even have one percent? In these polls. It's amazing. And he's doing better and better. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Okay. He's spending the most money ever spent. Uh, He's on that kind of clip right now. That's how much he's he's spending. And Steyer is right behind him. Uh, And then the rest of the field has spent very little so far, it seems. I think they're they're saving up their pennies for uh, Super Tuesday. But Bloomberg doesn't need to. He's never taken a penny of contributions from a lobbyist, ever. That's one of the uh, big themes on their on their commercials. In addition to the fact that he was fired at thirty nine and created a a company that was, you know, it did okay, did okay. <laughs> That's about all they say about it. Yeah, he's he, he was kind of successful. So he snapped that. his fingers and is automatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't anything in between? No. Mm-mm. Like hard work? or <laughs> no, They don't talk about any of that. Okay. 
They don't talk about anything. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He's running in the Democratic primary. Right. That, so that's not going to play. They can't They can't yeah. emphasize that part of it. <laughs> they can't tell you just how successful he was, because then you'll hate his guts. Wait, he became a billionaire? Well, then he's evil. Billionaires shouldn't exist. Neither should millionaires. Oh, yeah. John Cusack uh, at a Bernie rally said as much. Ah, let's uh, let's check that out. Here's Has a, the world caught up? to Bernie Sanders' moral vision? <laughs> yes? Look, it's up to us. But there are some encouraging signs. Um, the mm. corporate media, as I said, you know, they used to hate us, and then they ignored us, and then they acted like we weren't there, and now they just seem really confused about us. Um, Nobody's Wall confused Street about socialists. Wall Street hates us. Drug companies hate us. Yay! Insurance companies... Yeah, hey, fossil fuel companies, uh, military industrial complex, uh, this guy and is a the one percent of the one percent. No, they don't hate us. You know what it is? They fear us. Do you want? Do you want to know why? Why? I do. I do. Because yes. we're gonna take on their greed and their corruption, and we're gonna win. No, that's you keep telling yourself that that's great to be delusional like that uh but i mean the but, socialists are making some inroads but he and bernie are both millionaires right. telling us how bad millionaires right. are i don't what uh, man pat gray uh he got a dm here from uh, zachary spencer who says, I'll miss you and Pat as I'm reporting for basic training, 1-21-2020. That's uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. At least I'll have six months of shows to catch up on as soon as <laughs> I get back home. Uh, thanks for doing the show. It makes my work go by so much faster every day. Wow. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Zachary Spencer. You uh, are, thank you for the for your service uh, to our country. Thank you for listening. That's That's really awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter from uh, Thumb Thug Flug. Could it be that more on trivia contestants are getting smarter? Mm, no, no, it couldn't be that. Uh, from EQL ten. I say end the Pro Bowl and put the Super Bowl in its day and time slot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like having the two weeks off because I, I want the teams to get healthy, you know, and mm-hmm. best they can. Yeah, but rest up. How about we just get rid of the Pro Bowl just completely and totally? I don't think anybody would care that much. Yeah, who would miss it? From uh, Jeffy's bloated pancreas. So Governor Northam of Virginia will have armed police to protect himself against any armed <laughs> citizens. That's rich with irony. Yeah, it's uh, all these hypocrites. Michael Bloomberg, same thing. Uh, from Scott Sweatman. Funny, bad arguments. You can only purchase one firearm per month. Can you imagine if Republicans told Democrats they could only vote once during an election? <laughs> that would rock their world, man. And ruin any chance of them ever being reelected. That's <laughs> for sure. Uh, speaking of Virginia, uh, we just got this from a pathead who uh, tweeted this over. Apparently, while everybody's focused on the gun legislation... There's also some other things to consider that are going through the Virginia legislature right now. SB 399, Virginia's Electoral College votes 
to be awarded to the winner of the national popular vote. That's dumb. Does that take effect already? Yeah, I think that's going to court. Should, yeah, because that should be unconstitutional. SJ-29, the governor to be elected by majority of votes in congressional districts, not by statewide majority. Hmm. Uh, SJ-14, restores voting rights to convicted felons. That's huge. SJ-8, allows felons and those declared mentally incompetent to vote. That's Democrats trying to hold on to their power. Mm-hmm. Uh, SB-65, eliminates photo ID requirement for voting. priorities in the uh, commonwealth of virginia my gosh eliminates photo id requirement for voting why why i mean well why would you do that yeah why would you waste your time though democrat lawmakers in virginia because um a judge is going to come along and change it anyway sj6 increases the term limit of the governor from four to eight years Hmm. Wait. Can that be right? There's you can only serve four years as governor of Virginia. You can serve one term. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well that that one might not be that. I mean, everybody's got at least yeah, okay, two terms. You want to agree to right? eight years at a time? Why not we just you have to earn re election after four years? Right? Well, yeah, oh, they're trying to Is that what it said? I I didn't know. I I think you're limited to four years. Two four year terms. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I don't see it. So the one that I I think the worst one here is eliminating photo ID requirement for voting. I mean, that's just ludicrous. Why why would you even bother with that? Uh, blacks and Hispanics have IDs. Right. And it's racist of you to believe they don't or they can't obtain them. I know that you're big on term uh, limits, and I think I may be the only person yeah. in this building who isn't, mm-hmm. just because, I mean, we get what, what we deserve. If we're going to keep uh, electing idiots mm-hmm. to represent us, then, oh well, that's, that's our problem. <laughs> right. So, so I guess I want to I reverse engineer this for a second here. You love Greg Abbott, okay? Mm-hmm. He's not limited on how many terms he can serve. Would you be willing to give up on a, a Greg Abbott and uh, risk... Uh, Somebody that isn't as awesome as him coming in there and term limits uh, would mm. be the trade-off for that. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I'd probably limit. I'd probably limit Texas governor to three terms. See, twelve I feel like, years. I think twelve years is a good amount of time. I feel like in the case where like Texas is making good choices yeah. in their governor, we're we're getting penalized. Um, we're not having the opportunity to right. continue to elect him. But and, you've got these other boneheads who've been in office for 40 years or 50 years. and that. But the people that put them there stop. are the people that have to live in their congressional uh, districts and in their that. states. And yeah, I know. Now, I realize it affects the rest of us, mm-hmm. but then I was starting to make a progressive ar- argument there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I was just, I just <clears> throwing <throat> that out there because I was thinking, you know, Greg Abbott's awesome. He's, he he's not limited by terms like he Virginia. Um, I don't want to give up on him. He was actually mentioned as a potential candidate in 2024. Mm. Uh, I don't think he's ever expressed a desire to do that or an ambition yeah, to do I've that. Yeah, I've never heard. I've yeah, never, I've never heard it, but. Old is he? It'd be interesting. Do we know? I don't Greg know that. Abbott I would guess uh, mid-50s, maybe 60. Ooh. 62. 62. Okay. Better be 2024 then, huh? Uh, yeah. Yes, because that's, wow, so 66? That's not bad. I mean, you got yeah. a lot older than that running for governor or president, president right yeah. now. That's true, yeah. A lot older than that. You got guys pushing 80 
running for president of the United States. Yeah, I, I, can't, I still cannot understand how the young age bracket of Democratic voters far and away support Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I don't get over that. Over the rest of them. I don't understand it. That is fascinating. Sure is. So socialism. I mean, they're drawn to it because that's what they've been indoctrinated to believe in. Uh, it's, it's, it's frightening. It's what it is. 888-900-3393. Over the weekend, Elizabeth Warren uh, babbling about climate, talking about how grave uh, that issue is. Here's what she had to say. Hot spots or places of importance to the United States. So one of the questions I ask my students is a question I'm going to ask you. Uh, what is the okay. greatest mm-hmm. concern in terms from a foreign policy standpoint mm-hmm. for the United States today? And I could like to give them choices. You don't have to pick one of these choices. You can pick a different one. But here's the choices I give them. So the greatest threat to the United States today, China, Iran, North Korea, or Russia? Can I pick a fifth? You can pick a fifth. Climate. Climate. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Can I pick a fit? Climate. Climate is what's the scariest foreign policy threat of all. Wait, that's not a foreign policy. Still, I'm going to pick that. I'm going to, because that's that's what scares the crap out of children. There you go. (laughs) I love it. I mean, this idiocy. Just continues, and we just keep swallowing it. Uh, yep, yep, oh, that's right. The climate is really scary right now. Uh, Michael Snellenberg, who's a big climate activist, a big climate scientist, he is absolutely on board with the global warming people, with all the alarmists. He's absolutely on board with man-caused climate change. He thinks it's a big deal. But listen to what he said, testifying before Congress uh, last Friday. I'm an energy analyst and environmentalist dedicated to the goals of universal prosperity, peace, and environmental protection. Between 2003 and 2009, I advocated for large federal investments in renewables, many of which were made as part of the 2009 stimulus. Uh And since 2013, I've worked with climate scientists for the continued operation of nuclear plants around the world and have helped prevent emissions from increasing the equivalent of adding 23 million cars to the road. I also Mm. care about getting the facts and the science right. Oh, okay. Somebody who cares about getting facts and science right? So so, um, this is a House hearing, is that right? Yes. Oh, Because the Senate's all, you know, they're all impeachment now. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Democrats are controlling the microphones. They didn't unplug him at this point? (laughs) Not yet. Because they know he's about to go off script here. I don't don't know that they knew what he was going to (laughs) say. I believe scientists, journalists, and advocates have an obligation to represent climate science accurately, Mm. even if doing so reduces the saliency of our issue. Okay, that's a really important point because climate uh, climate goofballs have said for a long time that if we need to exaggerate the problem, we should do that because we need to get people concerned enough to act. That's why they continually get more and more extreme in their rhetoric because they're trying to get people to be so scared that they believe they have to act right now. They've admitted that over and over again. From Al Gore to all of these goofballs have said it at one time or another. When they're honest, they they admit 
Yeah, well, we're not above exaggerating this problem because people need to act. Well, he's saying, no, even if you don't scare people enough to act, we need to be honest about it. No credible scientific body has claimed climate change threatens the collapse of civilization, uh-huh. much less the extinction of the human species. Thank you. And yet some activists, scientists, and journalists have made such apocalyptic assertions, which I believe contribute to rising levels of anxiety, including among adolescents and worsening <laughs> political polarization. You think? Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, a modicum of sense. You could... You can have a discussion with a guy like this. With, with this. Exactly. You know, you can, okay, we can talk about it. And we can maybe come to a, a, an agreement about certain things. With the hysterical lunatics who are saying that the world is over by 2030 if we don't spend $90 trillion doing something about the climate right now, you, you can't have a, a decent discussion with them. Because they're not, they're not honest brokers. They're lying sacks of crap. And they're just fear-mongering, trying to get people so scared and their children so frightened that they go to the parents and tell them how frightened they are so the parents will act. And they've done a really good job of that. And, and Greta Thunberg is proof of the job they have done with that. And then along comes this guy who says, look, there's nobody who is credible, is saying anything about the world ending in the next 10 years or or even ever. It's not the end of civilization, which is ludicrous to even talk about. I mean, if if we were having lightning storms out of a clear sky, if it was snowing in July and it was 112 in January... Uh, you know, you might raise an eyebrow or two and think, oh, okay, well, maybe something is screwy here. Yeah, I don't know. If we had these spontaneous snow showers in July in Texas, I don't mm-hmm. know that I would want to stop doing what we're doing. Cause that, <laughs> yeah, that would be nice, I, I actually, could go for wouldn't that. it? Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> might be a nice change. All right, 888-933-93, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, it's easy to make the same old New Year's resolutions that don't stick. So change it up this year. Use LegalZoom to do something impactful in your life. Make 2020 the year you officially start your business or you finally get your will or living trust sorted out. Really important stuff that many of us uh, don't take action on and sometimes until it's too late. Well, over the last 19 years, LegalZoom has helped more than 4 million people. They provide the resources you need to confidently resolve your personal and business legal needs. You can get started really quickly online, too. And if you have questions or you need advice, they have the right people there to help you out. LegalZoom isn't a law firm, so you you can count on their network of independent attorneys for advice at the right price, since they don't charge by the hour. Make 2020 a year you'll remember for the right reasons. And use LegalZoom to help you do that. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Enter the promo code UNLEASHED in the box at checkout for special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code UNLEASHED. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. (laughs) 
This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Over the weekend, uh, Elizabeth Warren also had some oh. other things to say because she's <laughs> just so brilliant. Uh, uh, here's here she is uh, talking about liars. Is it disqualifying for a presidential candidate to lie to the American public about anything? Um, I, I would think that it. You know, how could the American people want someone who wants to? Um, right. I think that that we just do our best every day, mm. and I hope that's what happens with everyone. Yeah, she yeah. gets a question. It's kind of hard to hear. Yeah, how, is it disqualifying for a presidential candidate um, who lies to the American people? <laughs> if that's the case, then they ain't, there's nobody running. There's well, not a single person. Especially running. Elizabeth Warren especially of all people. Her. Talk about having no self awareness. It's great. I mean, she has <laughs> lied to us more than anybody. That's saying something. Yeah, she's lied to us more than anybody else on those debate stages. She lies about what? Her ancestry? Mm -hmm. She's probably lying about what Bernie said about a a female president. She's lying about how much her programs will cost. She's lied about that. Uh, She lied about, uh, she told the the lady, remember the black woman said, you know, your son went to private school. No, 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 they were publicly educated. No, no, your son went to a school that cost 15 grand a year to attend. That's not a public school. Uh, she's like she lied about the yeah. the principal. Remember, she went back uh, after giving birth or something, and she said, "Ah, oh, they they gave my position to somebody else." No, she quit on her own. That mm-hmm. is documented. She's a, such a liar. Uh, so anyway, I thought that was really ironic that she was asked that question, had no idea that it was probably directed specifically at her. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's really embarrassing. Uh, meanwhile, we've got this new Democrat primary poll, which was conducted. Between the 14th and the 18th, 5,000 adults. Mm. That's a lot. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, big, that's a big group. Uh, 4,069 of whom are registered voters, 1,086 likely to vote in the Democrat primary. Survey asked, where you live, it, <laughs> which direction does the sun rise? I was about to say, in your in area. Your... <laughs> Think of your neighborhood. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta bring that back for this, for the last, okay. for the Super Bowl. More on trivia. Uh-huh. Uh, it was asked where you live. If there was a Democrat primary today, which Democrat would you vote for to be the Democratic Party's uh, nominee for president? In first place, who would you guess? Uh, Joe Biden. Oh, it's his turn again, huh? Yep, thirty-two <laughs> percent. A distant second was Bernie. At twenty one percent. Wow! So thirty two to twenty one. He's eleven points ahead of Bernie Sanders. Elizabeth Warren was third, all the way back at fourteen percent. Wow! She's not doing well. She is not going to be the Democrat nominee. Her tribe is leaving her. Yep. And the in fourth and fifth place are uh, Pete Buttigieg and Michael Bloomberg. Wow, both of them have 9%. That's really something. Wait, where did you say Klobuchar was on that? Klobuchar is not, not listed Not even listed? Here. Because mm-hmm. the New York Times just endorsed, they, they couldn't decide, Pat. It was such a difficult decision. Who do we choose to endorse for president? And it was Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar. What? How can you endorse both of them for president? Ah, uh, there you go. The two women. <laughs> yeah. So they're just pandering. I guess to women. Th- there you go. They're just pandering. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, we're going to pick the two women because they, they don't have man units. And uh, we believe that somebody without a man unit would be really good in the White House. More qualified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's just, I mean, this identity politics is so stupid. So nonsensical. Uh, and where would you get where would you get the two of them? Amy Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren are not alike in policy. Klobuchar is much more middle of the road. I was gonna say more more reasonable. Yeah, she's more moderate. The the the, the bar is really low. Uh-huh. So why would you pick her and Elizabeth Warren? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. So it's just they're picking the two women. Well, they said that uh, Bernie Sanders' uh, age and health. Um, they're not happy about. And that. what about Biden? Uh, on set, early onset of uh, dementia. Is that what they're talking about with him? <laughs> I don't know, but a case can be made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, Ivan. Is there a number of people who can call about that? Yeah, it's all. <sighs> oh, it's right here in front of me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. So. Who do you think is going to win the uh, uh, Iowa caucus? Still going with uh, uh, Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Biden will. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Over the weekend, I was doing a little shopping with my wife and two of my daughters. At that, uh, have you ever been to the the Tanger Outlet Mall? Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, outdoor. Uh, it's one of those. One it's of, an outlet mall. It's an outlet mall. Yeah. So yeah. wait, I'm, you're already shopping after Christmas, huh? What, yes. I'm nosy. What What are you shopping for? Yeah, we. Uh, well, I had to take back some shirts that I got, oh. uh, and then. Uh, shopping for clothes for my daughter. Okay. So I, I'm sitting outside in one of the you know, little areas where men go to sit because it can't hang with the women shopping that, that long. Amen. You know, I can maybe do a minute and a half and then I'm pretty well done. Yeah, I can do the stores I, that apply to me yes, personally. Yes. Then I'm out. I can't stand to stop and look at every sweater, uh-huh. every blouse. Yeah. Every dress, even if you're not there for that, they got to stop and look at them. Mm-hmm. This is not what we're. Let's stay focused, please. Right. So I'm sitting outside, and uh, this guy approaches me and says, "Pat." Oh no. <laughs> oh no. It's like, yes. Wow, I never thought I'd meet you outside in H and M. Awesome. Yeah, because I'm. Just outside the women's, I right. I, I don't I don't right. do they sell men's stuff there? I don't know, I don't know. But I, I, so. I you know quickly said yeah I'm just waiting for you know the women folk in <laughs> in my family. He's like yeah me too. Uh, I just wanted to thank you though because it was you and Glenn that turned me from a liberal a hole. <laughs> I'm like wow, <"Whoa." laughs> I like nice. this guy. So yeah, that was uh, uh, great to meet him. Uh, his name was Joe. Good to meet you, Joe, out mm. at the Outlet Mall there. Yeah, you guys should have gone over to the BW3's uh, next door there. BW3? Yeah. Which is, is what? Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it's a nice area because there's a lot of stuff to enjoy food-wise. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, there was nothing there. Mm. 
two, just, year, two yeah, years ago? Maybe two years. Yeah. yeah. It's and amazing. Now, for those of you who Exploded. don't live in the Metro Dallas area, just imagine um, a, a barren field mm-hmm. that now um, has its own traffic problems. Yes. It, I mean, it is jam-packed, and the, and the traffic is a nightmare in that area now. Yeah. And we're just we're working on getting all the way up to Oklahoma, I think, with the Dallas Metroplex. We're getting there. Yeah, it'll it'll happen. We'll be Oklahoma in the north, and uh, we'll connect with Houston in the south. It's just gonna be one gigantic city uh, <laughs> in Texas. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where coconut oil caliphate. Oh yeah, yeah, Remember the caliphate <laughs> tweets. Has the world caught up to the moral vision of socialism? Dear God, I hope not. Please explain your plan again there, uh, Thanos. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Rodney and Virginia, the mentally ill can already vote here in Virginia. They're called liberals. Hey-oh. Can't argue with that. <laughs> the Steve 42, I'm just endorsing two X chromosomes for president. Uh-huh. The names and positions are irrelevant. <laughs> That's where we are. Mm-hmm. That's where we are. From uh, Kurt. Not a single one of these Democrats has gravitas or class, with one exception, Tulsi Gabbard. Mm. Both men and women have about as much charisma as Margaret Thatcher's or Condoleezza Rice's left pinky, and that's being generous. Oh, the left pinky. Okay, yeah. I was going to say the math didn't check on the right one, but now I got you, the left one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they have that much charisma. <laughs> I'd give them all the charisma of a bathroom bowl brush. Well, about half the charisma. Of a bathroom bowl brush. Are you talking about like when the bathroom bowl brush is just sitting there in <laughs> yeah. the corner waiting to do its job? Or you mean mm-hmm. as it's scrubbing? No, because it's toilet. actually being useful when you're using it to scrub. I'm, I see. When it's just sitting you're there. You're sitting in the cl- Alone, doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there, soaking they've, in the regret of what just happened. Yeah, they've got that kind of charisma. So, uh, and not all the charisma, but about, about half. Yeah. I'd say about half. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Did you see the warehouse full of food and water? The water bottles, yeah. Uh, that was unused aid from Hurricane Maria. Just a, a giant warehouse. Oh my. Look at that. Oh my! Filled. How incensed would you be? And they are. And they are. They're they're a little upset in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. People in uh in the southern. Puerto Rican city discovered a warehouse of, this is in San Juan, filled with water, cots, and other unused emergency supplies, then set off a social media uproar when they broke in to retrieve the goods, as the area still struggles to recover. I mean, they haven't fully recovered from Hurricane Maria, not even close, and now they've got the strong earthquakes that they've had to deal with. Really bad. Uh, so anger is spreading in this U.S. territory after the video of the event in Ponce appeared on Facebook. Governor Wanda Vasquez quickly fired the director of the island's emergency management agency. The gover- governor uh, said she had ordered an, an investigation after learning the emergency supplies had been piled in the warehouse since Hurricane Maria battered Puerto Rico in September 2017. I guess this is, you know, this is uh, Trump's fault, right? Right. Right. He got the water there. <clears throat> got the water there. He should have gotten it into the hands of the people. I mean, Trump should have been... Every step of the way, he should be in charge. Yeah, he should be handing out huh. bottles of water. Well, you know, he actually did hand out uh, paper towels. Remember that? I mean, he was tossing paper towels to people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that happened. 
But no, I guess Trump probably went and uh, padlocked the uh, the warehouse, so he's the one that that it's responsible for that. Either that, or hypnotize the minds of the people to uh, not allow them to remember that all of that help is there. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's that evil. I mean, he only likes white people. We know that, right? right? So, gosh, it's just uh, it's, that is criminal. That's seriously unbelievable. You you see this kind of stuff all the time too. Yeah. Uh, I'll bet if we really did, if somebody really did an in, in investigation, you would find uh, gross malfeasance throughout Puerto Rico, Haiti, all these places where there have been massive uh, aid efforts and squandered money, like the Clinton Foundation. If anybody ever looked into that, what happened there with uh, with the Clinton Foundation and Haiti... No, I think it'd be pretty eye-opening. And the thing that's so sickening about this, this is America. You know? Come on. Right. What what are we doing? Yeah, it's really bad. We forget that. You know, Puerto Rico doesn't, I mean, because it's a territory. It's like Guam. Do you think of Guam as part of America? Not really, right? I kind of do. You do? Yeah, just just because I think, maybe it's because that's all we ever hear from uh, Hank Johnson. (laughs) Yes. But I also think it's because um, it's um, on the other side of the international dateline. Mm-hmm. And so, if you were watching, say, NFL football, yeah, you'd be watching it at, on Monday morning, Sunday afternoon games on Monday morning. Oh, that's true. So, so Guam's always <clears throat> had a special place in my heart, just because it was so <laughs> weird and, and mm-hmm. it's fun, you know. Yeah. Okay. Guam is kind of fun, yeah. and it has not yet tipped over and uh, capsized. Capsized. So. That's the other reason why um, I keep an eye on Guam. It's just because... Just in case. I, I, I have like a, a news alert mm-hmm. uh, that's set up with the keywords Guam and capsize. Okay. Because one day... You never know. Hank Johnson's going to look like the prophet that he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Uh, 888-933-93. Uh, have you heard about... We just had a big graduating class of astronauts called oh. uh, Artemis astronauts. You is, know this, is this... this? I don't want to ruin the story, but... Is mm-hmm. this our graduating space force or no? No, this is uh, need those. This is the force that has graduated to become the first people to go to the moon and Mars. Supposedly, this is our the Artemis program first goes to the moon in 2024, and then Mars, whenever that is. And so we just had 13 astronauts oh. graduate as part of that program. Oh, that's cool. It's like Mercury or Apollo. It's the new uh, effort that we have uh, Art- that nobody talks about much. Artemis. Yeah, Artemis. Wow. Yep. Okay. So two years of training, first class of NASA astronaut candidates under the agency's program to land the first woman and next man on the moon have graduated. So the 13 astronauts, six of them are women, seven men. Um, two of them are from Canada. Whoa. Which is ridiculous. Whoa, did Why we did charge them out-of-state tuition? I this? hope so. Of course. I hope so. Hmm. These uh, candidates were selected from an initial pool of 18,000 applicants. So you would think these people are the cream of the crop, right? Mm -hmm. As part of the process to become astronauts, the candidates trained in robotics uh, systems used aboard the space station, exercises that simulate spacewalking, flying T-38 jets, and learning Russian because of our partnership with the cosmonauts uh, for launches to the space station. But eventually now, the Artemis program will also include our own space vehicles. 
So oh, we don't cool. have to we don't have to hitchhike anymore with the Russians. Hey, can we hitch a you know, we got astronauts in their full get up with their thumbs out. Wow. Uh near the Moscow launch pad <laughs> or wherever they launch in Russia. I don't know. Uh but we're I'm you know, it's so ridiculous. It's embarrassing that we're flying to our to our destinations in space with the stinking Russians. I I don't understand how this happened. But at least there's a plan in place now to uh, to put a stop to that, and that's where uh, the SpaceX comes in, Blue Origin, and uh, what is Virgin's called? Virgin Space or something? I don't know. You got those three companies that are trying to become the uh, the official NASA company that supplies the space vehicle. And didn't SpaceX just yesterday launch something? Yeah, it was recently. They did recently uh, launch something. And uh, I don't... It's, some of these are really cool because they can go... They're reusable, which is completely different. You don't have to splash down in the middle of the ocean, get fished out by helicopters. You know, it's a little more 21st century now because you can go up in these in these crafts with, spacecraft, with SpaceX and uh, it'll come back down and land on land which is uh, really pretty cool and probably about time that we did that. Mm. Uh, so we'll see uh, how long it takes to actually get to the moon. It should be four years from now. That's the goal anyway, to be back on the moon by 2024. And I think the 2030s, early to mid-2030s for, for Mars, if they don't scrap it in the meantime. Oh, we got plenty of problems here on Earth. We don't need to be going to Mars. Well, that's why we need to go to Mars. Yeah, it, you know, we solve a lot. We uh, it sounds stupid, but it's true. We solve a lot of Earth's problems by venturing out into space and overcoming, you know, the technical aspects that are applied. How many how many things did NASA come up with in the moon launch? A ton, hundreds, including cell phone technology. So, mm. oh yeah. well, no, that's because the aliens handed it off to us. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, you, right. you know that. Okay, but yeah, so um. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to look through this. Maybe we should do this tomorrow. Um, on the NASA website are uh, 20 things we wouldn't have without space travel. Uh, oh. Yeah, camera phones. Okay. Scratch-resistant lenses. You want me to save this for tomorrow? Because this is really cool. This is a fun... No, let me hear it. Okay. Since we're on the topic right, now. Here we go. We got uh, CAT scans. Again, there's an ex- explanation for all these, but and that's, nobody wants to hear me read all that. They scan your brain for cats. Yeah. And find out how many cats are in your head. Right. The Soviets came up okay. with dog scans. No. Oh, right? Okay. right. And then the Americans did the cats. We did the cats. Cats. Then, yeah, they had the yeah. dog, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, LEDs. LEDs. Wow. Right. Okay. Uh, landmine removal. Nice. Okay. Athletic shoes. What? We didn't have athletic Nike shoes. Nike air trainers wouldn't exist if it weren't for suit construction technology developed by NASA. It was a former NASA engineer. That's that amazing. You would never guess that in a million years. Oh. That, that we have Air Jordans because of NASA. That's amazing. Uh, foil blankets. The heat, okay. The heat shield right. stuff. You know, like firefighters have to use that when they're getting close to the... Yes. Um, water purification systems. Yes. Dust busters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. Small vacuum technology yeah. then. They came up with that. So so like what they did, like <clears throat> in that case, NASA approached Black & Decker to develop a lightweight device to collect samples on the moon. The oh. Company, the company then used this technology to create the Dustbuster 1979. No way. That so is, that's I didn't know that. Yeah. That one I did not know. The ear thermometer. Okay. Uh, home insulation. Uh, let's see. They yeah. prob- I mean, I'm sure we had it before, you know, the 60s, right? We had insulation before that. This just maybe hmm. made it better. Yeah, I don't know. This one or just did says... we? Maybe I don't know. Maybe we didn't have what was that? That uh, fiberglass stuff. Maybe we didn't have it before space at all. I don't know. Um, hmm. What else? Uh, let's see here. Asbestos? You talk about? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jaws of Life. Oh wow! Okay. You know how they use that to get people out of cars and yes. stuff in wrecks. Wireless headsets. Uh huh. The well, wireless technology in general came from NASA. Wow. Uh, again, the aliens. Uh, memory foam. Okay. Mattresses and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Freeze-dried food, we know. Mm. Um, adjustable smoke detector. Uh, I don't know what that means exactly. Not the first smoke detector. I don't know. Adjustable, whatever. Baby formula. Yeah. Because, you know, there's All so right. many nursing mothers in space. So you got to make sure that we <laughs> pack appropriately. Yes. Uh, artificial limbs. Wow. I don't know why. Don't quite follow. Of course, they had wooden limbs before this, but these, this again, this further oh, technology. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Must be what this is. Yeah. yeah, innovation. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Computer mouse. Huh? huh? Let's see. Uh, in the 1960s, a NASA researcher was trying to make computers more interactive when an idea was suggested about how to best manipulate data on a computer screen, leading to the mouse. Which was stolen, of course, by um, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Portable computers, laptops. Wow. Yeah. Let me scroll back up to the top here. Wow. Hang on a second here. I mean, listen to all this stuff. Yeah. But I thought I was going to see Velcro on there. Yeah, I think they, well, I think they did. Yeah. I don't think this is, this isn't the full list. These are just highlights of the list. Because Tang isn't on there either. And that was, of course, huge. Wow. So uh, (laughs) we will post this list at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You got to check this out. A lot of fun here. Yeah, really cool. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh where the Steve 42 tweets, Warren's tribe is leaving her. <laughs> See what you did there, uh, Keith. Ah, ah. Yeah, that was... Uh, that's like a... Talking about her poll numbers. Native American reference, I believe. Yeah, because that's what she mm-hmm. is. That's her background. Right, right, we learned, right. We learned that that's... She's so, so, so Native American. So much so. I mean, one 1,024th. Huh. I mean, that's... That's... Uh, practically pure blood right there. <laughs> just about. Yes. Very close. So no wonder she's so proud because, you know, she's one of the Cherokee people. <laughs> part of the Cherokee tribe. And they're... So proud to live. Are they? And so proud to die. Uh, Coffee Lover M tweets, Breaking news, Pat Unleashed is not Mr. Shopaholic. Yeah, so that's it's not true. a title. That's like the one thing that you <laughs> Yeah, that's not me. Aren't, no. I guess. Mm-hmm, I guess. Huh. From Thug Whispering, uh, <laughs> can anybody, prov- anybody provide an example of what problem one gun a month solves? That is such a great point. The Virginia law that they're trying to pass. Yeah, where you can only code? buy one gun in, a, in the course of a month. That could be the law by the end of the yeah, week in the state of Virginia. You still have a handgun that you could take. In fact, you can get 12 of them during the course of the year. Or, or you That's just a really need good one, point. right? If, you, if, if your goal is to just shoot up a place, this is 
Oh my it's goodness. asinine. Mm. That's a good point. I mean, we all just kind of went, well, one gun a month. You should be able to buy as many guns as you want. But when you look at it from their perspective, how does that even help? How does it help? <laughs> really weird. Help. Mr. I am Peach Mint. Uh, imagine all those supplies being stored in Guam. Could have definitely tipped over and uh, capsized. Yeah, all the water that, that they had in Puerto Rico, that would have flipped the island over. Totally. There's a unless shot you, of it right there. Wow, wow, scary. Now, unless they put that big warehouse filled with all that water right in the middle of the island. <laughs> yes. Just yeah. balance it perfectly. <laughs> Otherwise. Make sure it, yeah. all the cases of water were evenly distributed. <laughs> <laughs> From Alexandria Go, are they sending a woman to the moon to clean up all that dust and maybe arrange all those cluttered moon rocks? <laughs> that's why they're sending the I'm women. glad you said that uh-huh. and not me, Alexandria. Yeah, that's not funny. No, that's, that's sexist. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. not right. New. That is not, I can't even laugh at that. That's not, not funny in any way. I wasn't laughing at that. Not I me was neither. I thinking about a joke a friend told me the other day, <laughs> right when you were reading that. I still oh. am. I still am. <laughs> you are too. <laughs> oh, I got oh, so many laughy gosh. taffy jokes rolling around in my noggin right now. Oh, that's uh, a yeah. good one. Uh, so the government spent a trillion dollars to invent small vacuums and ear thermometers. All right. And cell phone technology. Tell me you don't use that all the time. Well, wait a minute. Come if on. If our tax dollars went to invent this stuff, then why are we paying full price for it? We've already paid for that stuff. I know. That's really true. Mm. All right. Mm. I don't know. It's, you know, I, I believe in the space program. I, I always have. I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, I know you do. I love NASA, and that's a, you know, <sighs> it's a governmental agency. But look what they did in nine years. It was just amazing. It's amazing what they did. In fact, it seems like we were better at space travel in 1969 than we are in 2020. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> how, can, how can that happen? Oh, by the way, Bill Hammer uh, from Fox News yeah. slides into the Shepard Smith time slot today. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he gets to sleep in now, because doesn't he come yeah. in early? Yeah, yeah. he does. Um, you know, like, I don't know, 9 o'clock Eastern. Yeah. It's not too early. But it's not like... Now it's 2 o'clock East, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock Eastern. Uh, and he was supposedly making about 400000 a year with his gig at, at 9 a.m. with What's-Her-Face. Um, Shep Smith was making... Eight million a year. So one would assume that Bill Hammer just got a really yeah. handsome little pay raise. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not good with the Keith math, but I'm not either. Eight million seems a little bigger. A little bit bigger than four hundred thousand. Yeah. Now I, they might not pay him what they were right. paying Shepard Smith, yet. but I I mean I don't. He's got to be at least in the four million range now. You would have think you would have thought that he's about tenfold of what he was making. I don't know if there's any information on that. We should look and see. But, uh, yeah, big big day for uh, for Fox. Uh, no Shepard Smith. Of course, they haven't had him for a while. But they've actually hired somebody to replace him now. 888 900 Well, oh. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah? When, when, when Shepard Smith left... Mm-hmm. His salary was up to fifteen million. Oh, fifteen? Was it really? Grief. Was it really? I bet he didn't bounce any checks. Fifteen. It For does... that three o'clock in the afternoon time slot? Uh, doesn't say anything about Bill Hemmer's uh, news salary, but I'm sure he's got a couple extra zeros on his paycheck oh, he's too. Got to. 
Yeah. Even if you don't pay him $15 million, which they're probably not going to, you know, you pay him half of that, and you've still got a bargain. Mm. Huh. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, uh, the national champion LSU Tigers have already visited the White House. Yeah, and here's how it went with President Trump and some of the players. I thought he was going to give me the Heisman Trophy. He's just giving me a jersey. I just told the coach, we don't normally do this, but I'm doing it for this team. Anybody would like to come with me to the Oval Office. We'll take pictures in the Oval. It's a special place. There's no place like the Oval. They come from all over the world. They have their own big offices and everything. They go into the Oval, and they say there's no place like this. So, coach, if you'd like, we can take whoever wants to come to the Oval Office. We'll take pictures Mm. behind the Resolute Desk. It's been there a long time. A lot of presidents. Some good, some not so good. But you got a good one now, uh, even though they're trying to impeach the son of a bitch. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Got the greatest economy we've ever had, Joe. Uh, he's got to do this. We got the greatest the... military. We rebuilt it. We took out those terrorists like, like your football team would have taken out those terrorists, right? That's crazy, uh, Don. But we're doing good. So we're going to go to the Oval Office with some of the... All right. Uh-huh. They're going to go to the Oval Office. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even hear any controversy like, I'm not going. Did anybody? That I don't know. I don't know if anyone didn't take him up on yeah, that. Yeah, I... interesting. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. more Packer Unleashed. Coming up. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three from... Uh, and a pat unleashed on Twitter from EQL about the handgun purchase once a month. I see Virginia took notes from New Jersey. We have to wait a month to buy another handgun, but long guns, rifles, in other words, uh, you can buy as many as you want. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Oh. And it? that's great. So stupid. Uh, from Pew Pew One Pew. Didn't the space program also bring us peace in the Middle East with all the Muslim outreach during Obama Saya's reign? That's yes. Right. We made them feel good about their mathematics skills, and then everything was fine. They didn't want to hurt anybody. And, it, and it's been peaceful ever since. Ever since. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Complete nirvana. Yeah. From Kurt, space development is a worthy public investment, just as waterways and railroads were in the 19th century. And mm. flight in the 20th, space is the future, and the return is not calculable. Mm-hmm. I uh, fully subscribe to that. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Uh, you know, this show is all over the place now. It's everywhere. It's like, it, again, it's like Chicken Man. Um, it, it, we live here on the Blaze TV and Blaze Radio Network where you can go download the show in podcast form every day. And please subscribe. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, at Pat Unleashed, of course. Wow, you you are you're, you're everywhere. U- ubiquitous, I think, is the word, right? Yes. Okay. And we now have a new YouTube channel. What? No, come on. That you on. need to subscribe to. Man, I can't keep up with this. YouTube.com slash Pat Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Right. That's right. I mean. For some reason, we had right to add there. the gray there. YouTube.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. 
You, on mean, that one. you mean to ask him to, to change that to just pad unleashed? No, it's probably too late for that. Nah. Is it too late? Nah, I can try. Uh, if if it would just do both, that would be great. And you'll be alerted uh, when we put something new up there when you subscribe. So so please do that. Uh, it really helps us out. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Did you see this happened last week? And uh, we didn't get around to playing it. But Representative Brian Mast really had a cool few moments um, at a hearing in Congress. He's a, uh, I believe he's an amputee. I believe he's, he lost a leg in, in service to his country. And uh, so as we're all debating all of this nonsense right now, as we're uh, trying to figure out whether or not it was the right thing to kill probably the world's foremost terrorist, Qasem Soleimani, uh, he took a little bit different tact. Uh, watch what he had to say and how uh, poignant and powerful this is. Now I want to question, ask a question. Some people might call this rhetorical, but I'm not going to ask it as rhetorical. There's a number of my colleagues still remaining here. I'm more than willing to yield to any of my colleagues that want to answer this question. If you walk out this hallway and you take a right and another right and another right, you're going to come to a several beautiful walls that have the names of our fallen service members from the war on terror. And I would ask, can any of you provide me one name on that wall that doesn't justify killing Suleimani? I got two minutes and 30 seconds. I'll be more than happy to sit here and wait. Somebody provide me with a name on that wall that does not justify his killing. I love it. Mm. I love it. <clears throat> Awkward silence in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the Democrats are a little hacked off right now. Well, the gentleman may continue. I'm continuing, Mr. Chairman. I got two minutes remaining. <laughs> I will sit here and wait for somebody to provide me with a name on that wall that does not justify the killing of Suleimani. And of course, nobody can. You can't do that, right? There's. Got a two-minute break That's here, great. apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Mass. I think you've made your point, Mr. Phillips. Mr. Chairman, I have not yielded back my time, and I still have you're, a minute and 45 seconds You're disrupting the procedures right now. I will not right yield now. back my time, Mr. Chairman. You're disrupting I the procedures, I have a minute and 45 Mas. seconds remaining, of which I would like to wait for somebody to provide me with Amazing. a name I of think somebody you, I on think our you've memorial made your wall who does you're out of order, Mr. Mass. the killing of Suleiman. You are out of I order. Not yield you are out of order, Mr. Mass. I will oh. not Chair. yield back Major my time. Point. I am Mr. not Chair. out of order. Mr. Chair, I'll, I'll yield a minute. Mr. Chairman, for reclaiming this time. Mr. Chair, I'll yield a minute of my time to Mr. Mast. Oh, he's got time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, my colleague. I appreciate it. I mean, he's not disrupting anything. He's sitting there right. in silence. It, it becomes a disruption when the chairman pulls that. I just uh, love this. I mean, it was an effective, brilliant tactic. Yep. And of course, the Democrats are stuck. They there. can't just they, they sit can't. there. No. They have. They're the ones causing the trouble. And we sit and we wait. And they waited. And you can run this as long as you want to, Pat. But I just love this moment. Uh, just yeah, it's awesome. It's great. Very good. <laughs> they just can't stand it. They can't take it. <laughs> he just sits there. <laughs> they can't be silent. Yep. 
Neither can we, but we're on the radio. They, yeah. they weren't. They could have just sat there in <laughs> silence and done nothing. No. Uh, but that they couldn't do that. And see, now they've added that minute, too. The other guy gave him an extra minute. So now, it's just... <laughs> so now he's got three minutes of silence to work with, which uh, is great. All right. Uh, amazing. 888 uh, A massive jihadi who is dubbed the... <laughs> His nickname is Jabba the Jihadi. <laughs> has been... Uh, Nicked by Iraqi forces, sparking a stream of funny internet memes. Oh, yeah. Hate preacher Abu Abdal Bari. Oh, look at him. Look at now. He looks uh, mildly familiar. They caught him. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how you couldn't catch him. I, I don't think he could run that fast, right? Uh, it's pretty hard to hide a guy that size. He Ooh. had to be loaded onto a flatbed truck after he was caught in Mosul by Iraqi security forces. Jabba the Jihadi weighs uh, what they call here 40 stone. 40 stone. I, 40 I, stone. I looked up 40 stone. Would you like to know what 40 stone uh, equals? 560 pounds would be my guess. Am I close? I'm guessing someone has <laughs> that in the story already. Or looked it up himself. Oh, looked it up yourself. Yeah. Okay. 560 yeah. pound. Mm-hmm. Big guy. Oh, that's why he looks so familiar. Yes. There yes. you go. There's the two side by side. Before he went to the dark side. Jabba the Hutt and Jabba the Jihadi. Yeah. Jeez. There we go. <laughs> he, was, he was in a... Now do the Jabba uh, voice, but say the phrase, uh, Allah Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy. Yeah, there that's he is. the guy. There he is. Uh... <laughs> I gee, wow. Uh, Nutrisystem, maybe <laughs> have a salad from time to time. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe do some uh, riduzone. Mix that in there. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> yes. Yeah, just speed up his metabolism a little bit to help him eat less. <laughs> you need to work on that. Wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Fat Unleashed on Twitter. Now, how do we calculate the forty stone? Because you know, isn't that metric or? I don't think that's even metric. I don't know what 40 stone is, where that comes from. What a stupid measurement, though. 40 stone. What is that the weight of, you know, uh, 40 stones piled on top of yeah, each that's other? Metric. That's a metric. It is yeah. metric? Yeah. I, we've had this discussion before, uh, uh, like where that came from, where that originated. But I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah, where did mm. the stone... So... <laughs> it's like olden times, you know. Yeah. Way back when. Yeah, yeah. So mm. why are we still using it in Yeah, in large stones. Yeah, large stones? Yeah, large stones. So you'd have to know though times. how much the stones weigh in order to calculate that. There's got to be a better way, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it is. It's called pounds. Okay? Yeah. Pounds. Yeah. It's it's interesting because when you when you watch movies that depict uh Britain in the 1800s or 1700s. They used they used pounds and miles. It, that was a 20th century concoction to do the metric system, which is stupid. I, I don't know why people went to that, but it Boy. doesn't make any sense. So you can definitely thank Thomas Jefferson for helping us to avoid stones and crap like that. You know, I'm just reading here. Just another thing to love TJ for. Huh. There you go. There you I go. I didn't know that. Uh, by the way, for some reason, Joe Biden... 
and I think we all know what reason it is. There is uh, Joe Biden is not using his his son Hunter's name anymore. What's he call him now? He always calls him uh, my only surviving son. Oh yeah. right, showing that he's a victim. He's a victim every time he every time he mentions his only surviving son. I need the sympathy card uh-huh. to play here. I mean, that's that is pathetic, pathetic. Uh, the former vice president referred to his son by my only surviving son in an apparent attempt to cast sympathy for him, for both of them, actually. Republicans have savaged my only surviving son. Would Biden you tweeted. Stop. <laughs> it's path- it is stop pathetic. It. They've spread lies about me that networks won't even carry. It doesn't matter if they go after me. As president of the United States, I have not been able... I have been able to not only fight, I have to heal. And that's what I'm elected to do, but not with my only surviving son. (laughs) We need to call his only surviving son as a witness in the Senate trial uh, and call Joe himself. I think they should both testify. I mean, if you're going to have any witnesses, they have to be. Wouldn't you love to see them both put under oath? And uh, have to face the music and have to answer these questions. And if you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and lie about it, there's gonna be consequences when the when the truth comes out. It's the way it should be. Um, and speaking of impeachment, Nancy Pelosi showed us how solemn things still are uh, when she was on Bill Maher over the weekend, explaining why Trump was impeached. Check this out. If I knew that he, if, if the president is listening, I would want him to Accidentally. know. Yeah, I want him to know that he is impeached forever. And he is impeached forever because he used the office of president <laughs> to try to influence a foreign Took country. Took her a minute. Because. Uh, and political because. benefit in doing so. He undermined our national right. security. No, he didn't. He was disloyal to his oath of office to protect no. the Constitution. And he placed in jeopardy the, the integrity cost- of our election. And that, I mean, crap. really, All he gave it. us no choice. Earlier on with some of the charges so that ridiculous. came forward, which were violations mm. of the law, mm. I said, he's not worth it. <laughs> but once he crossed that bridge, it wasn't a question of his being worth it. The Constitution was worth it. Oh, he had to be. <laughs> Shut up. Once he crossed that bridge, yeah. Did we have the end of it where they where they fist bump each other? Mix your metaphors. Thank you so much for waiting till we got back on the air before you started the impeachment. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's so solemn and so somber that a solemn somber fist bump was really appropriate there. Isn't that great? That's great. I can't yeah. solemn somber, almost sacred fist bump. Sacred. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sacred fist bump. Uh, and smiling about it. She's happy about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, but when the Constitution uh, was at stake here, and the Constitution is is worth protecting, since when for Nancy Pelosi has the Constitution ever been a consideration? Yeah. And, and I didn't have them pull this clip, but uh, also in that interview, she makes the point, you know, where she said there, she said how he's impeached forever. Well, earlier she'd said... He's impeached forever, and she's smiling and so giddy. Stop. Just stop, and I'll take a pen, please. I'd like one of those pens, okay? Remember when she was asked about 
the constitutionality of I think it was health care, the, the Obamacare mandate. And and her response was, are you kidding me? Like, that's even a consideration for us. Like, we, we don't bother with the Constitution. Are, are you kidding me? I got to find that again because. Uh, like, don't bother me with that question. Yeah, yeah. It's a ridiculous question to even consider the Constitution. We don't talk about the Constitution until now because because impeachment is mentioned in the Constitution. And that's solemn and somber and, and sacred. Dare I say sacred? Yes, I, I dare. <laughs> Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, a man charged with the brutal rape and murder of a 92-year-old woman uh, is reportedly trying to claim it was an accident. Now, he's an illegal alien, and he killed this elderly uh, woman in New York in Queens. Raiz Khan, 21, is accused of killing... Maria Fuentes in Queens last week. He told detectives oh, good gosh. he was actually trying to help the elderly woman who he found lying on the ground near Liberty Avenue and 127th Street with her clothes pull, pulled above her waist and she was near death. At his arraignment, he said he fell down next to her, I guess. His belt broke. His pants fell down, and his unit fell out near her. Oh, okay. How many times have we seen that? I mean, how many times has that happened to you? Where you just fell down, <clears throat> your belt broke. I mean, there's not necessarily anybody laying there. You've just fallen down, and your belt just bursts open, and your pants fall down. How does your pa- how do your pants fall down when you're laying on the ground? This is... That doesn't seem so horrific. And then I guess your underwear came off as well uh, in that tragic tripping and falling situation. And <laughs> it's it's I mean, that is unbelievable. And the fact this guy is even here and and uh, it's really horrible, really yeah. horrible, and should not be, shouldn't be here in the first place. Mm-hmm. So. The response to that is always, well, Americans do, there's, there's plenty of citizens that do this too. Right, yeah, okay, well, we've got them, enough scumbags, yeah. we don't need more. None of them did that to Maria Fuertes, okay? Right. And if it saves one life, wouldn't it be worth it to secure the border? Uh, Fuertes reportedly suffered a broken spine rib fractures, bruising on her chest and neck, as well as other injuries. Because this guy tripped and fell. Mm -hmm. She was reportedly incoherent when she was discovered, later died at the hospital. God, just really so tragic and so sickening. Yeah, the acting ICE director had some uh, choice words for Mm. Mayor Bill de Blasio as well. Um, He he told de Blasio, you got to own this. You get yeah, it. this right. is yours. I mean, this is your policies. Yes. Uh, the nation's uh, top immigration official said he needs to own the death of the 92-year-old uh, woman in Queens. The policies of the mayor make this city less safe. If you're going to have a sanctuary city policy, just own it, <laughs> which is a great point. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely true. Now, de Blasio's point is... 
Well, New York is <clears throat> the safest big city in the country. Yeah, yeah. He 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 responded to that. He responded with a tweet. Yeah, and um, and that's exactly what he said. He's got the Trump administration's scare tactics destroy trust in law enforcement. The day our police ask for immigration status is the day people stop reporting crimes and sharing information. It's the day we stop being the safest big city in America. We won't let that happen. Wow. Nice response. <clears throat> that argument that if you start enforcing policies that nobody's going to report crime is just bullcrap. It's just ridiculous. And then, and Asinite. He, yeah, he went on to say that New York City has passed its own common sense laws about immigration enforcement that have driven crime to record lows. That's not what has done it, though. I'm sorry. There That's are 177 crimes under New York City law that trigger cooperation with federal authorities if and when someone is convicted. That policy has kept us safe. Did it? Did it keep this? Uh, didn't keep Miss Huertas safe. No, it didn't. It didn't keep her safe. I'm She's not okay. But that is the response from the leader of that city, the man so who bad. wanted to be president of the United States. Yeah, really bad. Wow. Okay, good response there. Really ugly, horrible. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And speaking of keeping people safe, uh, we also have. The drag queen situation. Uh, 21-year-old guy in Australia. Australia, yeah. Led a protest last week at a drag queen story time. So, do we have the video of the drag queen story time? So, he leads a chant at this public library. Drag queens are not for kids. A group of, uh, you know, teenagers, 20-somethings. I mean, is that is that an outrageous thing to say? And so they get this event shut down of this drag queen there in Australia. Good for them. Look at that. Um, That's reading some young people kids. taking really good action for something moral and reasonable. The drag queens aren't for kids. We're not saying drag queens shouldn't be. They shouldn't exist. But why are in a public library reading to little kids? Yeah, you you shouldn't have them reading to kids at a public library. Why would you? It's it's so bizarre. And obviously, it's swept the entire planet. Mm -hmm. This thing that started, I remember the first time we saw it, I think it was in New York somewhere. And it was in Chicago. And now, now this is Australia. Why would you have drag queens read story time for kids anyway it doesn't make any sense it does it it defies all logic it's great to see the young people stepping up there and wilson gavin uh the leader of that protest was actually gay mm-hmm. so what happened the gay community shamed him until he took his own life yep that's what happened God, that is just so tragic 21 years old and gay. Mm-hmm. But, uh... So it's not like he hates drag queens or people who lead alternative lifestyles. Nope. He just took the reasonable stance. The drag queens and children don't really mix that well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeez. And he was against <clears throat> um, gay marriage as well. And so was he really? Yeah. So so there were a lot wow. of people in his community that just didn't like him and shamed him to the point where he took his own life. Um, <sighs> so we're kind of running sad. out of time. Do you want to play the uh, the response video 
Um, yeah, there's a drag queen. There's a drag queen who... Who actually spoke out kind of uh, on his side. Here's what uh, the drag queen had. What, what in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them <laughs> so much? Other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage. I have absolutely no idea why mm. you would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? Nope. It, it makes no sense at all. Thank you. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. There is a lot of filth that goes on, a lot of sexual stuff that goes on. Mm -hmm. And backstage, there's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. Mm. Okay? So I don't think that this is... a. a an avenue you would want your child to explore. They could explore dressing up at home like we all did, like all gay boys did. We all dressed at home and we had a great time. We had a great time with our girlfriends, putting on makeup, trying on clothes, things like that. But to actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand wow. you might want to look like you're with it, that you're mm. cool, that you're woke, that you're not a Nazi, that you're not a homophobe, whatever, whatever it may be. But you can mm -hmm. raise your child to be just a normal, regular, everyday child without including them in gay, <laughs> yes, sexual thank you. things. And I, honestly, uh, you're not doing the gay community any favors. In fact, you're hurting us, okay? We have already had a right. reputation of being pedophiles and being mm. perverts and deviants. We don't need you to bring your children around. So you keep your kids at home or take them to Disneyland or take them to Chuck E. Cheese. But if you. you need your child to be entertained by a big human in a costume or in makeup, take them to the circus or something. <laughs> when they turn 18, then why don't you take them to the clubs on their 18th birthday? Because it's an adult thing, okay? So okay. don't ruin your child's life and uh -huh. don't ruin us because that's what so, you're So, so brilliant. I can weep. I could I could break down and cry like a girl. Well, yeah, and see if a you did that, girl. you wouldn't be like Kitty Dumure. Your your mascara wouldn't run. That's right, because you're not wearing any. By the way, you don't think those eyelashes were false eyelashes, do you? Those no, are, those are as normal natural. natural eyelashes. Oh, yeah, that's the, those were real and they were yeah. spectacular. Spectacular eyelashes. Unbelievable, making sense.